Hello and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Uh, Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL is MG. Welcome, MG. It's OB. Welcome back after a couple of weeks off, freshened up, ready for the finals. Yeah, Nikki out, I'm back. So just have, have a spell there, Nikki. I know she's not happy about it, but anyway, we'll move on. And, uh, and for all things rugby league, the doyen up there is uh, hello to top rope up in Orange. Oh, it was good to see you made it north uh, last week. Could have made it a bit further north. We could have had a beer over. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go too further north. I just wanted to get into Canberra and get out. Uh, that was the uh, that was the mole for the weekend. Uh, MG, uh, AFL, four weeks to finals. Uh, eighth spot um, is is well and truly open. Um, Alistair Clarkson, where's he going to go? There's, there's a bit happening in AFL this week. Yeah, not as not as much as uh, as rugby league. We'll get to in a second. We've had a, almost a week on the bench, Ob. Really, um, yeah. I, I, I think the uh, the final eight's down to two spots now. You uh, slightly disagree with me this morning when you walked in, but uh, still giving your Saints a bit of an outside loop there. Well, I, look, they'll be in the eight by the end of the weekend. I yep. think Geelong beat the Bulldogs, and I think Brisbane beat Richmond, and St Kilda will beat Hawthorne. Um, so they'll be in the eight at the end of the weekend. And just reading the the run sheet here, it's down to two. You've just You've, you've written them off. I know no go. Gresham, no Ryder. Billings is out, but plenty of depth. Hanbury, the great Dan Hanbury is back. Jeez, three three quick tips off the bat there from OB. He's just given half the card away in the AFL. But uh, no, I think it's uh, the ratings. It's not just for this week. It's obviously the four weeks ago. So um, I think it'll be Bulldogs or Richmond, and there's a couple of big games for each team to file out. But yeah, the Saints got too hard to draw from one. Absolutely. And also, uh, Commonwealth Games, starting for the next uh, 12 days. Wake up this morning and see that uh, uh, Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles uh, have, uh, have opened the Commonwealth Games for uh, another campaign. Um, just a reminder, uh, for $55 in the uh, Little Birdie shop, Top Rope's got his Birmingham Blinders. Uh, starts July 28, which is it was last night it started, but the, the tips will fly in from tonight. Uh, top rope. Have you got anything for the uh, for the listeners? Just a little wet our appetite on a Friday. Yeah, look, we're going to go with 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 uh, what be the first event, the first day event. Uh, looking at the triathlon, uh, betting was all uh, was was all wrong. This is absolutely a two horse uh, two horse race between Kiwi Hayden Wild and Englishman Alex Yee. Uh, Alex Yee was a bet was sent out last night. Sent out three dollars. Was four dollars sixty into three dollars. Uh, just opened up this morning, $2.30, but won't be losing. He's been uh, – all systems go for this. He beat Hayden Wild at the Olympics last year. Uh, certainly been in Yokohama earlier in the year, so uh, I don't really see anyone outside of the top two getting close here on times. Alex G will be the the man. So uh, $2.30 is still a bet. I'll be betting him down towards him. It would be nice to give us the four sixty. But anyway, we'll <laughs> – that's <laughs> what you get for having two weeks off, OB. Yeah, thank you. Is that the um, is that the triathlon where they have to swim through the sewerage? I, I, look, I would hope so. I would hope so. I, look, I think all, I think all triathlons should really be based on the old game show. It's a knockout, so that would be really nice to see. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's clear as pretty and beautiful as you see Birmingham on Peaky Blinders. So. Uh, something to do, it's going to be a sight to behold. And MG, bit of women's Euro 2022 action. Uh, semi-final results, England uh, 4-0 over Sweden, Germany uh, 2-1 over France. Uh, the final Monday, 2 a.m. at Wembley, capacity 87,000, expecting a, to break the uh, attendance record for a women's uh, soccer game there. As we look at the final odds uh, for Monday morning, 2 a.m. our time, uh, England 242. 
Germany 294, the line at 0.5, over under 2.5. Uh, which way are you uh, which way are you leaning? Uh, well, England are kicking off with the uh, Commonwealth Games and stuff. The country's obviously up and about, so I think the home team's just got the edge there. But uh, yeah, in front of a big crowd, should be a uh, cracking game. Both semi-finals and even the quarterfinals were great as well. So been an awesome tournament for the uh, for the females and uh, warming up for the men's World Cup uh, later in the year. Beautiful. It's always uh, always nice to bet on uh, some sport early on a Monday morning. And now top right. Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, the NRL this week has had an absolute disaster. Uh, North Queensland and West Tigers. Uh, Ashley Klein has been dropped. Uh, he's been omitted from the bunker. Uh, the Manly Pride Jumper Chaos, another disaster. PVL just backing over comments left, right and centre. Disaster. Um, it hasn't been a great week. And uh, then you know Paul Kent and uh, your mates on NRL 360 also going beautifully. So... Been, it's been disaster central and bigot central up there. What do, what do you make of it? Yeah, well, where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with uh, we can start with it, with the Cowboys. We can start with the, the Pride jersey. Where do you want to start? Just oh. just to the listeners, we'll be back in about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's let, let's let's start where it all started. We'll start with the uh, the end of the Cowboys uh, Tigers game. Uh, Tigers absolutely robbed it. That was an absolute debacle. It was classic Ashley Klein. Classic, absolutely the worst smother job of all time by Graham Annesley on the on the bunk in the uh, uh, NRL HQ on, on Monday afternoon. Oh, people all make mistakes. Absolute rot. You could have got a thousand people off the street, two hundred had never seen the game of rugby league before, and wouldn't have given a penalty. Absolutely insane. And all this, oh, you know, they're up, uh, held accountable. You can't just go firing referees. Absolute bots. If I was as absolutely rotten at my job as Ashley Klein is at his both on the field and in the bunker I'd be fired too so yeah enough of this enough of this absolute kind of smother job just like uh, appalling and, and it was a failure not only of of, of an individual yep Grandman's is exactly right people make mistakes competent people make fewer mistakes that wasn't noted competent people make many fewer mistakes than Ashley Klein does but anyway uh it, it, it just showed the failure of the system and how much the bunker has crept into the game. Yeah, there shouldn't have been a challenge there. They, they, they were saved by the fact that there wasn't a, there wasn't a rule written. Absolute clownish behaviour. Uh, but on probably the more the more serious matter, uh, the, the, the pride jersey. You, you, know, you know, I'm always one of the great defenders of rugby league, uh, OB. But uh, the bigoted behaviour of those seven players, and then those who have the absolute temerity to defend them, it, it has been sickening, absolutely sickening. And, and we're, we're, yeah, the game's been lucky. They've had players that have had you know, manly stick by it, even though they've kind of, they, they, they did it wrong, that they had uh, Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach, come out and defend it. They've had players like Toby Rudolph and, and a couple of Dragons players come out and, and, and talk about inclusivity. Yeah, it, it was a jersey about in- inclusivity, nothing more, nothing less. And to have seven... Uh, players, uh, seven players pull out some absolute rot, absolute rot. I saw it, uh, about them not believing in it, while they're quite happy to to to, to believe in 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 the alcohol that sponsors Four Pine Stadium, that they're quite happy to believe in the gambling that sponsors their jersey and points bet. Is absolute rot. I saw Pam Whaley, former uh, deputy editor of Rugby League Week many years ago, put out a great thing and. Cheers. 
it would be nice if all these players who, who hold so firm in their beliefs, their, their religious beliefs about what's right and wrong, came out and, and took a stand against when, when, a, when a player is accused of domestic violence against uh, you know, against a woman, when, 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 when there's allegations have been made against someone like it never happens. It absolutely never happens. This is absolute right. It was pleasing uh, to see some some in the game stand up for it because, you know, I, I found the behaviour, particularly on 360, saying that these seven players have been vilified, utterly disgusting. So I was uh, um, heartened by the fact that, 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 that there is some sensible uh, folks in the game and some decent folks in the game. Look, it was a lot of uh, frivolity and uh, laughter on this show, uh, which is which is part of it. But top rope, I think you've summed that up beautifully. Uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, just from the outside looking in, it's you know, AFL, NRL, any sport in Australia is about inclusivity, and anyone can go along. Anyone should feel comfortable. Um, and yeah, from what they've done this week um, is poor. But yeah, the way that it's been defended by by people in the media. Um, and who will just let these other players play with it, you know, domestic violence and court cases, you know, hang over their head has been, it's been astounding. And it's sort of, you know, I've sort of been turned off rugby league a little bit this week. It's been, um, yeah, it's been quite disgusting, but really well said there, top rope, as we sort of look uh, to get back on, uh, back on field here with the Sydney Roosters 20 to 10 over the depleted Manly Seagulls last night. Um, crazy betting fluctuations in that game on the back of the seven players out for Manly. I think the line started at minus 2.5 and ended up uh, close to 19 and a half. So um, what did you make of last night's game? Yeah, I thought it was uh, 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 probably, probably uh, uh, a game of pride for Manly. I know they've got their issues ahead of them and what they do with those players and you know trying to kind of get their final season back on track. They dug in deep last night. They had seven players uh, coming from a reserve-grade team that is last on the ladder. That's one, just two of eight in games. So they dug in deep. The Roosters took the game. Far too easily last night. They, uh, they tried to go around them. They tried to get Larry from the get-go. Uh, they were extremely poor. And and if they played that way against the full strength man inside, they would have got absolutely towed last night. For us. They completed at less than 60%. They were reckless with the ball. They clearly weren't switched on from the get-go. So uh, poor, poor performance from the Roosters, but they'll be happy to get away with the two points. Manly got the loss, took plenty of heart from it, but you know, their real challenges begin you know, now and, and what they do with um, seven players who they say is part of something, they say they respect their decision, but yeah, even if you take away all, all all the kind of bigoted behaviour and this this notion that um, yeah, it's okay to because you were brought up a certain way to believe in something like like that's not how racism was perpetrated for many years or sexism and all that kind of stuff. The fact is that this is a team that's ninth on the ladder. They would have jumped weight with the win last night. That their finals campaign this season hangs on the line and they didn't show up for it because they wouldn't wear a jersey because it had some uh, some rainbow colours on it. That's that's going to be very difficult for for, for for those who turned out last night, particularly someone like a Jake Trubovich who, who made 36 tackles and had 23 hit-ups and, and, and didn't shirk the task at all to get over. Absolutely. And just while we've got you, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Open, uh, Tony Finau, equal leader at 8-under. Uh, uh, and the uh, live uh, tournament is the uh, bed. Is it the Bedminster? Uh, with uh, yeah, Donald Trump hosting this week. A few interesting comments from Donald. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, a little bit of golf betting. So just a reminder, topsport.com.au for that. But uh, any way you're leaning in those tournaments? Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a few rolls. I mean, in, um, in, in the live, uh, I'm all over Bryson, actually. I think he kind of returned to form at the Open Championship. You can put those injuries behind him. Uh, it, this is the course that was actually scheduled to host the PGA Championship this year before it was stripped because uh, of uh, yeah, actions during Trump's presidency. But uh, there's been a bit written on it, bit seen of it. Um, it's meant to be a long course, so this will, will suit the drivers so, uh, and, and the big hitters. So looking at Bryson there, I've uh, got a few rolling in the, uh, the Rocket Mortgage at Webb Simpson, probably the best from Russell Henley, Matt Kuchar. Beautiful. So now we look to look ahead to the weekend's action Uh it's a great weekend of action, and so now it's time for Friday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And the first AFL game for the weekend is an absolute beauty. It's Friday night footy over in the West. It's Fremantle against Melbourne. Fremantle 208 against the Demons, $1.76. The line, 3.5, over under 143.5. MG... To me, on paper, I think they've got the betting wrong in this. What do you make of it? Yeah, I didn't make uh, – um, I, I shaded myself. I just had Melbourne probably where it is, actually. I thought um, that one to three bracket where it is. It opened one. It's gone to three Melbourne. So the support is for the away side at this stage, OB. So you'll be getting a bit more value for your bet. But, yeah, Fremantle at home, six and three this year. So they've, they've got a pretty solid record defending their home turf. And, uh, you know – Melbourne have been definitely inconsistent, haven't they, the last uh, probably two months now. I think they've only won three of their last eight games. So Correct. they're um, n- not at crossroads or anything, but, geez, they'd want to turn the corner going in. Uh, they've got a pretty tough last month ahead. And with their position on the ladder, you know, you can fall quickly with with very bunch there. So, yeah, big big game for both, um, obviously fighting out similar spots. Um, not too much uh, in the stats, really. The weather's going to play a big factor here with the forecast not great in Perth. So keep an eye out for that if you're uh, – Betting any uh, any totals or points margins and stuff like that because um, when it rains in Perth, it generally buckets <laughs> down, so it doesn't leave. You know, there's not many light showers in Perth when it comes. So yeah, fifth against second on the ladder. Obviously, um, as we said, you know, both playing for um, top four, top two spots. So uh, you know, big game for this. A bit worried about Fremantle's form as well as Melbourne's. Um, you know, off a pretty ordinary uh, game last week against Richmond. Probably one of the worst games you've seen in a couple of weeks now, 52 against 52. So um, hard for me to tip into this game, actually. Um, I think the market's about right and with the weather. I'm probably just going to watch and see what comes out. But uh, player changes, obviously, Fremantle lose Fife. They get lobbed back in. Uh, Lever comes back in for Melbourne. Tomlinson out. So, um, yeah, Fremantle at home, I can understand where you see the value. But if I was uh, if I was going to bet, I'd probably still lean to the under. I know it's it's fallen a fair bit from about 150 down to 143, and I'd be backing the tight margins because I don't think there's going to be too many points, and uh, it'll be up for grabs late. Uh, Brett Ratton criticised the surface last week at uh, Optus Stadium. It has been relayed. Uh, a huge portion of the ground has been relayed this week, so probably a bit of a slower track uh, with the weather. So the, the, the unders look the play there. Also a bit of Brown, Brownlow medal head-to-head, uh, Clayton Oliver, uh, and yep. uh, Andrew Brayshaw, so that should be a, that should be a beauty in the midfield. So yeah. Amber Tracker, he's he's probably still about fifth or sixth on the list at the moment. So yeah, big game for that. Absolutely, and uh, just unfortunate that we have to wait till uh, ten past eight tonight in the Eastern States. But anyway, that's uh, that's the head office to uh, to work <laughs> out later down the track. 
Uh, NRL action this weekend looks an absolute beauty as well. Uh, top rope. It's the late game tonight. Parramatta three twenty-five against the Penrith Panthers. A dollar thirty-six. The line eight and a half. Over under forty point five. Uh, Parramatta have had a pretty good record against uh, against Penrith and the Storm over recent years. Do you uh, give them any hope? Yeah, I do. Uh, ben, it's good news that you'll be able to watch the uh, the first bit. And, you know, you never know. Maybe just never turn the channel. This will be such a riffing game. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it, the, the thing with these games is that they're always low scoring. 12 of the last 14 have gone under. They're always tight. Eight, uh, sorry, 13 in the last 15 have been decided by eight or fewer. So, uh I, I don't understand the betting in this game at all why it's so, so big. Parramatta have certainly seen their form fade over the last little bit. Penrith have lost both Crichton and Lua. Yeah, some, possibly me, would we'll, we'll probably say there's a positive. But, um, yeah, it's going to take some readjustment as to how they play, particularly Sean O'Sullivan coming to the halves. He's very much a Nathan Cleary light. He certainly doesn't play the same kind of game that Jerome Lua plays. So, uh, yeah, I think Parramatta with the points here. Uh, absolutely a bet. Uh, numbers kind of come up a little bit over. History of under, so I probably want to leave the total, but uh, I'll be taking the, the plus here. I think Parramatta can win the game. Ooh, that's uh, that's good. I'll be, uh, I will be tuning into this one just before the uh, the AFL starts, but then it's straight over to 504. Don't worry about that. Uh, another great game uh, this weekend, Saturday night, Geelong against the Western Bulldogs down the highway at the Cattery. Uh, Geelong a dollar thirty four. The Western Bulldogs three twenty five. The line minus nine and a half. Over under one sixty four point five. Um, couple of interesting outs for Geelong. Stanley and Tui. Uh, although they get Tom Stewart back and John Segler could be a bit of a wild card come September. Uh, while Alex Keith has been dropped by uh, Luke Beveridge. And just a bit of a shout out. Joel Selwood's three hundred and fiftieth game, uh, as well as his three hundredth game uh, with Tom Hawkins as a teammate. Um, I'll tell you what, you don't get much tougher and much better than Joel Selwood. But uh, looks like the betting sort of suggests Geelong. Uh, any hope the Bulldogs? Yeah, the uh, well, the market's very solid. It actually hasn't moved off its 19 since uh, since uh, Monday morning. Uh, we've got, uh, yeah, as you said, big game, first versus eighth. Um, Bulldogs are obviously, you know, need to probably pinch one, one of these big games in the one home to... Uh, Beat out Richmond for eighth spot, and Geelong had just gone beautifully, won nine in a row uh, with equal with Collingwood. Definitely the form side of the comp, or one of two. Um, it's hard to tip against Geelong down at Geelong. This has been a saying for probably what fifteen years, <laughs> so you don't want to stray too much from it. So yes, it is hard to tip um, anyone against Geelong at Geelong. Saying that, the Bulldogs, um, you know, they they've found a bit of form of late uh, with. I know Bruce hasn't done much, but he just helps with the structure. And you've seen um, Norton and then Eugle Hagen last week, one of your faves, kind of step up. And I know Bruce hasn't contributed, but it's more of a structure that, you know, Bruce creates to take that second second defensive man away and then freeze up Eugle Hagen. So uh, Geelong will be stretched a bit down there. Uh, being a night game obviously helps them. They play their ground well, shut down. Even though the stats suggest this could be an over game, both teams are very much in the over brackets. Um, at night down Geelong, they love to shut it down Geelong. So, yeah, I think with points being more of a premium, um, I think Bulldogs probably would be the way to go at the value at the plus nine and a half if I was to have a pick. Um, got no real interest in the total here. I think it's about right. As you said, Joel Selwood's uh, 350th game. Um, we had uh, Chris Howe in the office actually supplied, uh, organised his boots to be made. So uh, if they get any airtime, that'd be good. So he's got uh, from ASICS, I think it is. So 
He's got special boots for the occasion, so just a shout-out there to Chris, who organised that. Um, yeah, so I just think with Geelong, um, their head-to-head record, one four out of the last five, 12 of their last 14 against the Bulldogs and down in the category, it's hard to tip against them, but yeah, the value is probably just with the Bulldogs at the line. Beautiful. And the 5.30 game, uh, 5.30 NRL game on Saturday has the Sharks at $1.77 and the Rabbitohs 2.10, the line minus 2.5 uh, over under 41.5. Top rope, please give me some hope. Give me some hope for the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs. What hope do you need, OP? They've been absolutely flying since your man Latrell <laughs> come back on the scene. Uh, on all four games, rolled the Storm and the Eels in that time. Uh Absolutely airborne at the moment. Uh, not only is Mitchell playing well himself, he's certainly getting the best out of Cody Walker. And yeah, they're looking a much better side. I'll be honest, South here. Not a huge degree of confidence. I think the Sharks are slightly underrated here. They played pretty well against Penrith last week. Sure, conditions suited, but uh, one of the better bounce back teams covered nine of 11 off a loss. Uh, being towards South, they are particularly good off a good defensive showing, covered seven out of 25 off conceding 12 or fewer. There is a bet here, though, and I will be jumping all over the over in this one on, on what would be, I'd say, is a relatively low total. Cronulla uh, are a huge over team, 66% over at night, 58% over off a loss. Uh, and South have gone over the total, 8 of 2 off a win, 57% off a double-digit win, and the, over, the their points just kept rolling. They haven't scored fewer than 24 since the trail has come back. So you uh, like the over in this one? Uh, and we'll be back in South for you there, Robert. And Dale uh, Finnegan, uh, big out for them as well. Um, what Two weeks in the end, I think. I think the NRL wanted three, but got downgraded to two, so that's a big loss for the Sharks. Yeah, he's a huge loss. He's the uh, spiritual leader of, of that pack, no doubt about that, uh, and just adds a good deal of steel and toughness. You know, I think you know, I think if a club could use him this year, it'd be the Melbourne Storm. I could certainly use him right about now, but... Uh, um, you know, the way the Storm are making phone calls trying to trying to get back old players, they probably have put a call in for him as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the big fella, he's going to be missed this week. And, and their bench, while they've got plenty of size on it, not so sure on the, those levels of toughness. So uh, big loss for the Sharks. Absolutely. As we look to the Sunday 3.20 game uh, in AFL markets, the Tigers $1.77, Brisbane two oh five. the line minus 2.5, over under 175.5. Brisbane's record at the G is abysmal. They have to win one before the September action comes around, MG. I think this is the game for them. I've, I've jumped off Richmond. I think I'm, I'm all in on the lines on this one. I, uh, I like them. If they're ever going to win at the MCG, it has to be Sunday, surely. Yeah, like the call. Um yeah, it is. Uh, we've, we've spoken about this a few times this year, Brisbane. Uh, they've had their chances to get a big scalp down at the MCG and failed. And again, it's teed up for them to get the victory that they need uh, with you know facing the prospect of maybe one, two or three finals down in Melbourne. Uh, this is the confidence booster they need. So big game for both here. Richmond, not in sudden death. They've still got the draw to make the final eight. They are now dependent on uh, other sides a little bit. But this is a game they probably can't drop as well. On their current form, uh, they're going to have to find something, I think, to get over Brisbane in this one. I know the MCG hoodoo stands large for them, and I expect a fair crowd here for Richmond because this is uh, all or nothing for their year. Uh, They do have a dominant uh, head-to-head record, 13 of 15 against Brisbane, uh, and covered well, but... uh, you know, the betting hasn't changed too much. Uh, I do lean maybe just for Brisbane, I'd be looking to uh, back the points margins around there or the head-to-head, but 
the big play in this game is the over OB. They're uh, both significant over teams, both 12 and 6 on the year, four of their last five. And their last uh, five matchups between these two teams when they're played have all gone over as well. So uh, we sent out uh, the play early, one, over 168.5. Market shifted quite significantly to 175 now. Not sure I can go too much higher, but uh, yeah, MCG, good weather again down here. Uh, top rope, be happy to see the sunshine, be nice shorts weather at the G on Sunday. And uh, expect plenty of goals. If they kick straight, they'll put up a total. And yeah, I hope uh, Brisbane get the job done. And uh, Shane Edwards, 300th game for Richmond as well, severely underrated. I, I think he's a fantastic footballer. Not sure how much longer he's got left in those legs, but he was, he's was he been a, a fantastic servant of that football club. So all Richmond supporters get out to the G on Sunday to support him. As we look ahead to the final game for NRL analysis, it's the St. George Illawarra Dragons, $3.10 against the North Queensland Cowboys, $1.38. The line, eight points even, over under 42 points flat. Uh, top rope, which way are you, uh, you're leaning in the uh, Sunday 4.05pm uh, game at Jubilee Stadium? Sorry, OP, I'm, I'm a little bit rattled here. I, I, I moved away from Melbourne 10 years ago. I'm not more, I'm not sure what I'm more stunned at, but the sun's finally coming up. Well, it's Sharon Edwards is a competent player, but uh, things are certainly changed <laughs> in a decade. Uh, look, this game, hard, one of the harder games is around to pick. I, I'm leaning the other, big watch on the weather, no certainty to be a... Uh, clear game, but uh, the Cowboys are big over team on the road. Dragons are a big over team in Cogra, going over in 14 or 20 there. Um, I didn't mind the Dragons, but some injuries are kind of starting to take hold there. Look, the Cowboys were very, very poor last week. and They have got an ordinary game in but they have been a big cover team all year, so not a huge lean either side here, but uh, we're going to have something small now. As we look ahead to the rest of the AFL betting markets, uh, Collingwood $1.70 against Port Adelaide uh, two seventeen at the MCG on Saturday. The line minus 6.5, over under 160.5. I like the power here. I like them a lot. Sounds like a uh, little side bet here coming up for us, OB, then. Uh, I like Collingwood here. Um, I think the market's... Uh, they tried to go Port's way. Open six went down to five. Quickly uh, back up to six here uh, at the MCG. I think Collingwood are just—they're rolling. They're finding a way. Obviously, one nine in a row. You can't just keep winning. I understand that, but uh, at the MCG, I think Port's uh, season is gone now, and uh, I think Collingwood will get the job done at the MCG and keep rolling. I think Port might be a sneaky chance for the eight still, but anyway, we'll leave that alone. Uh, Sydney GWS at the SCG two ten on Saturday, a great traditional slot two ten Saturday afternoon footy up there in Sydney. The Swans a dollar twenty one, the GWS Giants four fifty five. The line minus twenty seven and a half, over under one sixty nine point five. Arguably the Giants' best side they've had in all year, but the Swans are just going beautifully. Yeah, money for your Giants there, OB, 30 down to 27 with the uh, with the begins. I think they had five or six uh, first players come back in. Uh, but, yeah, just the different form lines here. Sydney are rolling. They've won three in a row now, and the Giants have lost uh, four out of their last five. So I just think another thing where Sydney got too much to play for at home, battle of the bridge, and I just think the Giants are uh, done for the year. Might be a free-rolling game a bit. It might not be uh, the normal battle that Sydney and Giants have, but, yeah, uh, not a betting game for me, but I think Sydney will get the job done. Uh, St Kilda Hawthorne is the next game. A bit of a bit of uh, bias for me here. Stuck on the fence. Uh, the Saints a dollar sixty six. The Hawks two twenty five. The line minus six and a half. Over under one sixty seven point five. I think the Saints win this and win this by quite a bit. MG. 
I'll leave this game to you, OB. You're far more invested than me, but yeah, not not a betting game here. I think the market's got it pretty much right on all angles here. Um, yeah, this his form lines are a bit worrying here um, with sides that I know you think St Kilda got a still chance for the finals, but uh, I know many of their players have already booked their September holidays. They're not interested in uh, playing around in September. Not a betting game for me here, OB. And a bit of a danger game for the Blues on Saturday night. Uh, the Crows three thirty, Carlton a dollar thirty four. The line seventeen and a half over under one sixty two point five over at Adelaide Oval on Saturday night. Jack Silvani has been omitted for Pitney to come back in to go to the two prong ruck attack. Bit of a danger game here. I don't mind the Crows at home, but uh, Carlton should be too strong. But just 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 watch watch on this one. Yeah, watch. There's um, yeah, no, I can't disagree with the price. The uh, the line actually opened around the thirteen, so it's jumped Carlton's way up to seventeen now. Um, it's hard hard to back Adelaide with even your money, Ob. I know you got plenty of it, but yeah, they, they've lost ten of their last twelve, and their only wins have come against West Coast and Kangaroos, the seventeenth and eighteenth side. So it's hard to come into it. Maybe at the line you might find some value, but as for winning the game. Carlton to be shattered if they uh, they lost this with what they've got uh, set in the next month. So, yeah, I think Carlton will be strong enough to get the win. Um, again, not probably a betting game for me. Here. As we go to the early game on Sunday, could be the lowest crowd in AFL history. Uh, Gold Coast $1.15, West Coast five fifty. the line minus 33.5, over under 170.5. It's the Who Cares Stakes. Uh, are, you, uh, are you watching here, MG? Anything for the listeners out there? I don't even think Scooty would go to this game with free hospitality uh, up at the Gold Coast there. Um, yeah, shocking game. Uh, they tried to hide this, the AFL. I'm surprised they didn't put it on last night to go up against the NRL. But, uh, yeah, the um, the money has come for West Coast. Um, 35 is probably a highish line. They're back West Coast. I'm not sure why. Um, but, uh, yeah, you've, you have got a lot of money if you're investing investing your pegs in this game. But, yeah, there's much better options this week. Some good ins for West Coast. And then as we go from one great game to another, it's the Bombers eleven against the North Melbourne Kangaroos, $7. The line minus 42.5, over under 170.5. This game is sort of get the, uh, get the kids in the bath early and go to bed, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, Richmond and Brisbane or bust on Sunday. They're two games either side are shocking. Um, yeah, this is a bit of a who cares stakes as well. Um all Essendon early, 38 and a half. They open up to 42, so they're expecting Essendon to belt them. Um, and on current form, they've won four out of the last six. Shouldn't have lost to Collingwood last week. Shocking last minute. So if they've got any steel about them, Essendon going into next year and what happened last week and the criticism they've cost, they, they copped, they should come out and really uh, put a number up on North Melbourne. They are kind of traditional rivals. They don't like each other. Um, so with North Melbourne, nothing to play for. I think Essendon could put up a big number this week to yeah. uh, pay back. And a bit of COVID sweeping through the kangaroos, yes. so a little bit of a watch on selection even uh, later on in the weekend. Keep a bit of an eye on that. As we look at the NRL uh, action for the rest of round 20, the Warriors are $4.20 uh, against the Melbourne Storm, $1.24. The line at 12.5 over under 42.5. That's the early Friday night game uh, for start round 20. What are we looking at there, Top Rope? Holy moly, it's do or die for the Storm. Now they've lost four on the trot. They're definitely a take-on-trust proposition. Uh, luckily, they've got 15 and 16 years of trust built up, so I'm happy to lay the minus here. Uh, only small and a big bet, but uh, I can't have the Warriors uh, against a good team like the, uh, the Melbourne Storm. The early game for Super Saturday sees the Titans against the Raiders. The Titans $2.80, the Canberra Raiders $1.45, the Lions 6.5 over under 44.5. Uh, they're, they're friendless, the Titans, and uh, the Raiders, are, their best is certainly good enough there, top rope. Yeah, I, 
I don't often uh, have no bet games. In fact, I never have no bet games, but this is probably going to be as close as I'm going to It's uh, very, very difficult. Look, the Titans are a shocking uh, home side at the moment, shocking home underdog, uh, uh, very poor for bad defensive effort, but the Raiders uh, cannot be trusted on the road. So um, probably daytime game, good conditions. Yeah, the Titans have an ordinary defence, probably going to bat you over it. 44 and a half, but uh, not with a great deal of confidence. As the late game on Saturday night sees the Broncos up against the West Tigers, the Broncos $1.12, the West Tigers $6.50, the line minus 17.5, over under 44.5. Uh, hopefully it's not another no-bet game for you, Top Rope. Please, don't get two in a row. No, this is the opposite of that. This is a chips-in job on the over here. Uh, 44 and a half, I think it is a tremendous bet. Two teams... Very much in the over. The Broncos are a huge scoring team at Suncorp. The over is hit in eight straight when they've been favoured, so they can concede a few there. Uh, over, massive spot when the Tigers are a big underdog. Just get the chips that you've saved from the Titans Raiders game and put them in this one. And the early game on Sunday sees the Knights and the Bulldogs. Doesn't look a great game on paper, but it's sort of an, an enthralling tussle uh, for two sort of cellar dwellers. The Knights, 285. The Bulldogs, $1.44. The line seven and a half over under forty six point five. Your Canary Bankstown Bulldogs just getting a little bit, uh, a bit of a bit of bit of friendly money there. Top rope. Speak for yourself, over there. This is a hugely compelling game for a Canterbury fan who hasn't seen a decent game in five years. Uh, this is the biggest Canterbury have been favourite in the game since two thousand and sixteen. Uh, uh, absolutely astonishing. They've been four and a half at the seven and a half. No Caelan Pong for the Knights. Uh, look, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll, look, I don't know if I was the captain of the anti-Trent Barrett uh, uh, bandwagon, <laughs> but I was certainly the front of it. And You're certainly driving proven, something. <laughs> <laughs> it was certainly proven correct because uh, in the 34 games under Barrett, Canterbury topped 30 once. In the last five games under Big Potter, we've done it three times. So uh, covered three or four, playing some wonderful football. We're saying the best of Matt Burton. Josh had a Carver hat-trick. Oh, I think the Bulldogs cover this when the game goes over in, in good conditions. I, I think the Knights have uh, considered 40-plus in their last three. I think the, uh, uh, the the toys have well and truly been thrown out of the cot there. They've, they've sported a new football manager. There's a bit going on behind the scenes. Yeah, give me the dogs here. I think you go with a bit of the Ric Flair and get on the... Uh, 13 plus to 19 plus. I think this is going to be an absolute smash job. I love it how uh, we finally got Trent Barrett sacked. And we're still backing over him. It's beautiful, top rope. Love it, love it. You never know. You never know when they're going to get back up. You never know when they're going to get up, Ob. So you want to get back over them because you never know when they're going to start getting back up. Well, just on that, I know we're sort of running out of time, but Nathan Brown has joined the Parramatta Eels as a development coach. Like, come on, give me a spell. Exactly right. It's rugby league. They could pop up anywhere. Just be careful. <laughs> Uh, top rope thank you another great episode and just a reminder punters can locate the ggoa for 22 dollars a week in the little birdie.live shop for all your nrl betting action and a reminder that the birmingham blinders for all your com games betting action is 55 dollars. also in the little birdie.live shop com games betting action starts tonight it's a reminder about that thank you top rope always great to have you on the show what an absolute pleasure to be here i've been wonderful to have you back and MG, a reminder that the AFL Stings can be located in the LittleBirdie.live shop as well uh, for $22 a week for all your AFL betting action, a couple of little beauties early in the week. Uh, so a reminder to listeners to uh, to jump in there for all your AFL Stings. Yeah, a few bets there this week. We've already, I think, sent out three, so a couple more to probably come. 
Beautiful. Well, that's a uh, wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Thanks to WMG and Top Rope. Thanks to Borco on the panels. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and on Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Nikki will be here on Monday for the first look with all your weekend's action and review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. 